Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our podcast. I am Chris, joined by my brothers, Adam and Eric. Hello. Hey. <laughs> I, was trying to, I was trying to wait till after he says it, because the past few episodes, we've just been like, hello, at the same time. Same time, I know, yeah. It's like fucking Tweedledum and Tweedledee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. there's that game. <laughs> <laughs> Eric is setting up our pain at the moment. We are back in the room to talk yeah. more about video games and following on from our previous discussion and in our lead up to the PlayStation 5, which we have all pre-ordered. We've been, we're looking back at the previous PlayStation consoles, the generations of games that came with them, to try and list collectively our top five games on that console. <laughs> Eric's having a mental breakdown, because in today's episode, we are looking at what we would consider the legendary PlayStation 3, which, had, which was a game changer in terms of the games that it presented. <laughs> Eric, you all right, man? No, I'm so we're going to be looking at, in a similar format to what we did with the PlayStation 1 games, and we listed off our top five PS2 as well, we are, we've had to try and make our own personal top five PlayStation 3 games lists. And then we're going to nominate those forward and see, do they get it onto the board, across the board with the three of us, or at least two of us, to be collectively the Brothers Takes top five PlayStation 3 games? Or... Are they going to have to be put to one side and then we have to bash it out? We will also do a few honorable mentions. I say a few, but we'll probably list off so so many games. The PlayStation 3 era of games. Uh, By the way, this is not, we're not writing off the Xbox, by the way. We actually had an Xbox 360 at this time as well and played some Xbox 360 games somewhere cross platforms too. But uh, because we've all pre ordered the PlayStation 5 and in our anticipation lead up to that console, that's why we're doing this um, in the month of November. So that's that's sort of the reasoning behind why we're focusing on PlayStation 3 at this time. And PlayStation has always been our primary console. As we discuss this and as we go along, if you're watching on YouTube and listening to our pain as we try to <laughs> narrow this impossible list down, you can join in as well. Jump into the comments to let us know what your top five picks would be for PlayStation 3 games. And if you're listening to us on audio platforms, you can touch base with us on social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at The Brothers Take, again, to let us know your top five PlayStation 3 games. This is to say as well, by the way, we're not saying these are the best PlayStation 3 games. This is not about critical, like some of them might be considered that way, and you will have noticed that as well from when we did the PS1 and PS2, but this is subjective. This is based on our own experiences, our own interests, what we would class from our own experiences as the top five PlayStation 3 games for us. Um, once the music starts, we're going to jump straight into the discussion, and we are going to try go a few through a few honorable mentions first. Ones that we did consider that are definitely high up there for us. I mean, we could easily make a top twenty PlayStation Three games list, I would say, but uh, we're trying to narrow it to top five, so we're making it quite difficult on ourselves. Uh, <laughs> well, you are. Tr- you're making it difficult. Being I'm trying to. Just are all good. I'm even trying to like skim down my uh, honorable mentions list just so it isn't as fucking long, but I'm having trouble with that. <laughs> I know, right? And um, I think what's interesting is um, like when we did top five PS1 and PS2, a lot of those games were games that we hadn't talked about before, and since then have given some of them have had like their own episodes and stuff, and all of them have. Um, but when we started this podcast, we looked at the last decade of games. So we started on the year 2010. So some of the, that was the PlayStation 3 era. And some of these games 
will we will have mentioned being game of the year and stuff, but that doesn't mean they'll make it to the top five because you know some of those years there was many games that were like up there. So this is going to be tricky. It's going to be difficult. But let's cue the music. Let's jump into this. If you're watching this on YouTube and you're enjoying this as it goes along, give us a thumbs up, hit subscribe, and again, jump into the comments to let us know what you think about the discussion. Let's fucking do this. Okay, so <laughs> who wants to try listing a couple of honorable mentions? Eric, are there any particular honorable mentions you want to put forward first that did not make it into your personal top five? And if there's one that makes it into our top five, we won't say that yet. We will just go, oh, yeah, yeah, it's an amazing game because let's face it, all of these are probably going to be amazing games. I'm still fucking juggling my top five at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> You mean you didn't come prepared for this? Are you trying no. to tell me Eric is not prepared for this podcast? I'm so surprised. Oh, Christ mm. alive. A fucking honorable mention with a PS3. Um, By the way, this is to say as well, top five, like, we mean top five. We're not saying these are the only five games. The reason we're finding this so difficult is we like so many games from the PlayStation 3 as some of them yeah. make up probably our favorite games of all time. Um, I... That's what makes this so yeah. difficult to try and say which ones come out on top amongst the rest. Um, <laughs> but don't if anyone hears like that a certain game didn't make top five at the end of this, it's not to say that we hate it. We could probably write a fucking you know essay on that game alone and still love it. Um, so that's all. Is it wait? Is it any game that's ever been on the PS3? Obviously, and it's like unless it's a remaster or a digital unless it's um, a remaster or a digital port. Or such as like the PS1 games that came on PS3. Yeah, you know, like you can play Metal Gear Solid on the PS3, but that's not a PS3 <clears> game. <throat> that means that game was also on the PS3. Fuck. Alright. Honorable <laughs> mention. Okay, yeah. Give us an honorable, honorable mention. mention. I'm going to give an honorable mention because this game I got it for PlayStation Plus and it, um, I got it with PlayStation Plus and it made me such a massive fan of, of well, I wouldn't say massive fan. I don't like using that terminology, but it made me a fan anyway. Uh, so I'm gonna say XCOM. Anyone ah, known? that's I put that down. I was wanting to see whether or not you'd well, mention, did you mention it. it? Yeah, yeah, I did. No, I did because I was thinking about it. So that's that's an honorable mention I'm gonna put down. It definitely wouldn't be up in the top five. That's for sure. But I did love. Yeah, the but game. we know you love that game. Yeah, I I do. Yeah, I do love it. Uh, other another two honorable mentions um is Infamous and Infamous Two. Wow, I didn't even think I of those. them. Wow, yeah. um, because with Infamous, like, like the graphics weren't great, the gameplay was a bit meh, but that twist, that twist was like, oh my god, this made it all so worth it. It was such a magnificent. You just couldn't see it coming, but it, it, it was, was that's Sucker Punch, isn't it? Sucker yes. Punch made that, yeah, yeah. They've just uh, become an incredible, yeah, incredible studio. And then, Infamous 2 adding on it and stuff like that and, and again they have their own twist in it. Now I don't think I don't as a twist or as a story, I don't think it was as good as the first one. Right. Like, the story to the first one was way better. 
but the second one, the the graphics were improved and the and the abilities and all that sort of stuff. That was that was really cool. And exploring all like the many different people with powers. Like I think Infamous Two was the first time they started doing like a a unique powers because you know like Infamous Second Son, they started to introduce things like neon powers and digital powers. Yes, yeah, yeah. So for yeah. Infamous Two, they had like a guy who was able to transform people into like monsters and stuff. So that was an interesting power. Um. So there's another two honorable mentions. I mean, I could I could go on. There's fucking so many. There is. There's many, many. Because <laughs> what happened to the PlayStation 3 era as well, there was some series where every game in the series could be considered one of the best games ever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I could think of a couple. <laughs> yeah. I have 13 on my honorable mentions list. Yeah, okay. As in gosh. Final gosh. Fantasy 13? Or no, you no, no, 13 I games. Do you want to do you want to do you want to say something? <laughs> yeah, do you want to list a few there? And again, just because like, that's another thing, if we don't mention one as an honorable mention, does not mean we don't like the game. <sighs> Let's. You can't name all thirteen. <laughs> we'll be here forever talking about I'll each just, one. I could just I could just roll through them all. <laughs> you want it? I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll give you. Ah, oh, fucking hell! I can't even choose which one is worth talking about. Red Dead Redemption. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we talked yeah. about that before, actually. Yeah, it's one so of our good. earlier episodes, which is not on YouTube. Sorry, some of our first episodes are only audio platforms only. At some point, we plan to put them into an audio because there's no video for them, but we plan to put them into an audiogram format or something and put them on YouTube at some point. But Red Dead yeah. Redemption was the one that was like struggling to like place it somewhere in my top five. I had, to, I had to whoa yeah i had to boot okay. that one out i wasn't struggling with that one as much but i do agree that it's an incredible game yeah 100 yeah. i think i think it's one of rockstar's best ones to be honest like i just it's think they, definitely they... my yeah probably one of my favorite rockstar games yeah um journey it's on ps3 yeah yeah started off in ps3 yeah oh okay that's a good one yeah it's a good one uh <laughs> the ps3 is ridiculous so ridiculous it's relentless uncharted 2 and uncharted 3 very interesting yeah yeah, yeah see yeah. i was i was obviously because chris was chris had to be annoying about this and we had to divide the series into into individual games well, did, because because we have there to. were three individual games they were yeah, we have to do that i have know. to do that so mm. okay um will i keep going yeah go on name a few yeah more. yeah you, you have so many you these are all incredible them. games yeah they are <laughs> they really are <laughs> uh tomb raider 2013 yeah fuck <laughs> it's a tough this is a Call tough of game for modern warfare oh yeah God. holy that, that shit so good. heavy rain yeah <laughs> dead space that was class. Mentioned, we mentioned that in our horror one, actually. We did, yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Left uh, impact. Bioshock and Bioshock Infinite. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I put down the Assassin's Creed and Assassin's Creed 2. I really, really did enjoy both of those games. I think yeah. on a story level, that not great, but I, I, I loved playing those. And my last honorable mention is Batman Arkham City. 
Yeah, this is a tough game. I um, in terms of honorable mentions, I also had Batman Arkham City. For me, that was tough, really hard. That juggled yeah. with a few. Another one that juggled nearly went into the top five. Didn't quite make it. Was Call of Duty Four: Modern Warfare. That game uh, made me. I hated first-person shooters. Absolutely despised them. I remember a time when my friends were into Killzone. I would go up to. I, I I don't know what it was. I just I got so caught up with the controls or something, and I'd always find myself in a corner, standing against a wall, not knowing where the fuck anything was. And finding it really hard to juggle the camera and the and movement at the same time, and I I also thought that the narrative was never as good as those third person stories, yeah, and couldn't be as good until I played Modern Warfare and it changed the game. And then many many more like during the PS3 era, there was many first person shooters I played that just had this cinematic quality that I was just like, this is fucking insane. I'm there. I'm here. It's so immersive. Yeah. You know. So I that one so I always you caught for like they really do some like um like really unexpected shit. Yeah. You know, like uh, playing as um you know your your two characters, but one of those characters dies like halfway through basically. That's right. In the uh, yeah. in a nuclear explosion that you experience and really harrowing like that wow i like and then you're just soap them for the rest aren't you yeah and then having that opportunity to go back in time and do the sniper mission in chernobyl like That's just price. such a fucking amazing mission yeah so good um and even like that sequence on the bridge at the end when like your teammates are getting shot and like gaz just passes you the gun and you take it yeah and it's slow, slow motion. motion and you go this is amazing like yeah. They've they've cracked the cinematic quality of the first person and then, and then that carried on all throughout first person shooters. I'd also give an honorable mention personally to Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. For me, it's pretty much as good, just for me, uh, but in a different way. It's bigger, it's more movie like, it's it's just crazy like. But like yeah. there's some real epic moments in it. And oh Shepard, you cunt. I, <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed killing him, I have to say. What a fucking asshole. Um but the score and everything, and that airport sequence, God, like they even yeah. put in a warning that you could, yeah. you could skip that. It was a trigger warning. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, that's, yeah, because when they, they released that remastered for, when they that's... did remaster for both of them for, for PS4, like yeah. that, again, that nuke sequence is so much worse because of the high def graphics yeah. on the PS4, like, and then again, the, the when you're in the airport, that is, especially in today's climate with everything going on, that yep. is extremely harrowing. Yeah, it is. Like, it's yeah. horrible. It's a shame that, that that's a series that was going so well. It's a shame, like, I think we all agreed that they fell off the mark when it came to the third one. Yeah. Well, I thought the first two. I think were... it's because they focused way too much on the multiplayer. Yeah. And the thing is, like, one and two, which is weird because it's called four. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. But anyway, they, yeah. they they had really, really good multiplayer too. Like the mm. multiplayer for them was really fun, really, really great. There was nothing wrong with them. Yeah. Um, but now they're in this just constant. I I suppose it's because that's where the money can be made with the DLC and stuff. But both of those had such killer campaigns, like really, really good campaigns, really good um narrative-driven campaigns. Yeah. Um that did have like these serious kind of movie quality to them. I do think 
Modern Warfare 2 was starting to move more into fucking... Like, if I was to compare them, like, COD 4 always reminded me of a Ridley Scott kind of Black Hawk Down movie. Yeah. But COD... Or Modern Warfare 2 was kind of dipping into, like, a modern... Almost like the, the Incredible Hulk, only without the Hulk in it, kind of yeah, like a military big movie. Like Transformers or, without the Transformers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the way it's done is like... It's a it's not Bay a, movie. It's not a, yeah, it's not a realistic kind of military... No, not at all. ...kind of thing. Um, and I think that's where it started to go a bit kind of like off the wall, like mm, for yeah. Call of Duty. Um, but yeah, the, the, the I think the story for Call of... Or like the... The motivation for the characters and the conclusion to Modern Warfare 2 is better than the first one. Yes. But I think the first one is a better game. Yeah. Mm. I, like, I think the first one takes it by a pinch for me in terms of being... Um, well, it, it changed the game for me in terms of first-person shooters anyway. But then also just, like, having that fine balance between being cinematic and being kind of grounded and realistic. Um, yeah. But then the second one, it just it just became this epic blockbuster thing. So I just really enjoyed that for what it was like. It was a thrill ride, really. Yeah. Um, so many great missions and uh, other honorable mentions. I just want to throw out there just before we move further, is uh, Heavy Rain is another one. Um, and we've talked about that before, and it, that again was the first one of those style games. So that opened up that whole genre of game styles for me. Um, on Uncharted one and Uncharted three. Oh wow. <laughs> So I'm we're gonna doing, fight later. This is where it's gonna get <laughs> tricky. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm gonna, gonna do get... add two more, uh, which is yeah. Mass Effect one and then Mass Effect three as honorable mentions. And I'm sure if anyone's listening to this, you're breaking it down. Since like if we're ha- we're if we're doing these honorable mentions and we try one on chair three, you now know what one of our like top five. Well, Eric, I would like to add there an honorable mention of Mass Effect three. <laughs> um. I, I, I don't praise the first one as highly, so it wouldn't even be in this argument for me personally. It's a great game, but it's not this high for yeah, me. Yeah, But yeah, we'll but get again, there. This, for, again, Aspect 1 got me into the series, all the different choices. Yeah. And again, like Infamous, that twist was just like, oh, what? No we've ta- way. We've, ta- we've talked about this before. We picked that up for you, though. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's because you kept taking the piss, and then all of a sudden, those little bug things are important. Keepers, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so those are some of our honorable mentions. Look, there's loads more as well. There's loads more um, that we could go into, but those are some big ones that we wanted to give a shout out to. Um, those are some big ones. Now let's oh, get into God. what we're going to try and say is our top five. Uh, there's a couple that I think we're going to agree across the board, um, and then there's some that we're gonna have to fight over oh boy i'm gonna do another honor i'm doing another oh, honorable mention actually oh yeah okay sorry I've, another one is god of war tree oh right okay yeah that's that that was such an enjoyable time i got me into the series and what an incredible opening yeah yeah, yeah. Got, yeah, yeah. Olympus to yeah. then have to fight and brutally kill poseidon i have to say and the design of that game for the gods was awesome yeah, I actually have to say of the of the original God of War games, like before this kind of reboot era, mm. um, people probably ranked them differently. God of War Three was the one I enjoyed the most. Um, I really? thought, I, uh, yeah, I thought I just thought it was the most fun, and it was just brutal and chaotic, and it just the action never stopped. It just kept going, and I, I at the time I was just like, 
Like I did, I wasn't even taking it as seriously as a game. I don't, I wouldn't rank it as high as Eric is right now, but yeah. Um, but I just remember going, yeah, fuck it. Anyone I meet, I want to kill him. I don't, yeah, let's just do this. Like I was like, Hera would be talking, and I go, yeah, I don't care. I'm gonna kill you. Aphrodite would be talking to you. She, I think she's quite nice to you. And I'm like, I want to kill her. I want to kill uh, everything I can. She's <laughs> Aphrodite. I'm not hundred percent. She's she's not nice. She's just Aphrodite. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. She's just she's being herself, her, I suppose. Yeah. But um. Yeah, a big fan of Greek mythology, so the whole play on everything that they yeah. do in that series, um, I really enjoyed. So yeah, it's a good fun game. Um yeah. okay, before we take it any further, does anyone else want to do any other honorable mentions? No, I listed all mine. <laughs> you listed all of yours. Yep. Yeah. Um yeah, no, I think I'm happy enough to keep going as well. Again, there's many more games that some mentioned like, oh yeah, I had a great time playing that, but it's it's trying to get to the the, the real top of it now. Um yeah. so Eric, is there a game you would like to nominate right. first? Would let's you like to get, get some of the easy ones out of the way? Yeah, let's just go heavy hitter. We've mentioned it before. Oh, I didn't even mention that as an honorable mention. Oh, well. Anyway. Oh, um, hold on. What was it? What was it? We're here. Come on. We're here. I'm going, I'm going to consider we've talked about it so much and we don't really need to say anything anymore. I'm going to put Skyrim as an honorable mention. are you only saying that so that you can get away with talking about five other games <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes is, is Sky, are you saying skyrim is not in your top five is that what you're trying to your favorite game of the decade was it yeah 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 it was your favorite game of the decade we did a whole fucking bogus episode <laughs> on how it was your favorite game of all time <laughs> and, and now you're your saying it's an honorable fucking mention you are full of shit eric you're full of it Legendary, it's a legendary mention. That's what it is. Eric, stop beating around the bush here. Just fucking say it, man. <laughs> we can't talk about it again. We don't have to talk about it again. <laughs> is it in your top five? Oh, that means I have to get rid of something else. Yes, it does, yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm not playing your game, right? You've already tortured me enough. <laughs> It's your favorite game of the day. I know, it I know. It has to be in your top five. No, no, it doesn't. Oh my god! It, it's, it's above the top five because it's my favorite game. Therefore, it's in the top five. No, 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 no. no. Okay, so I tell you no. what. Here's what we're gonna do, right? One of your other games that you have there, it's gonna have to become an honorable mention, and we'll get to it later, and we'll give it an honorable mention. But you, you it has to be top okay, five. Okay, the fact that it started off on Xbox. Aspect 2 that will become an honorable mention. Because I don't like that you fucking did that. <laughs> <laughs> You've okay. done that yourself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have the high ground. Um, so you're saying Mass Effect 2 is an honorable mention now? Well, it have to be. Force my hand. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting so serious I wonder is it getting as heated for other people if they're listening and they're going no fuck you man you have it so wrong this should have been yeah yeah this is a we'll all either fall out or make friends here so okay so have you nominated Skyrim then as one of the top alright okay Skyrim is, is one yeah we don't have to say anything about that we've talked about that five fucking times <laughs> uh, Adam is it in your top five of course it is I am playing that currently <laughs> I know, I keep noticing. I on, keep noticing. Yeah, Adam's yeah. playing Skyrim. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck? On two consoles, by the way. I'm playing it on the VR, right? And then when I go to bed, I'm playing it on the Switch. Yeah. <laughs> of course it's in my top five. And it's in my top five. So Skyrim is the first one to re- collectively reach our top five. 
it's no surprise we've talked about it so many times um uh, you know and, and we've high praise for it there's really at this point nothing more we could add about that you, we did a whole episode on it you can go back and check it out it was episode 14 i believe of the brother's sake that's on youtube and audio platforms so you can check that out but we've also mentioned a couple of times in, a, in our second episode ever um which is actually our most checked out one in terms of audio because it's audio only but that's um spiders and why i hate them was actually what it was called <laughs> but that was a whole episode on how well it wasn't a whole episode on that it was actually our top games of 2011 and yeah. skyrim was the one that got the top one for us so it's definitely in our top five what a game and i, I imagine that's like i said there was two that i think we would have that was one of them and i imagine that would make it into a lot of people's lists i think that would be yeah uh, yeah it'd be a bit weird yeah. yeah it's possible so maybe someone out there hasn't played it Maybe it's not their style. Maybe they're more FIFA. They should go get a life. <laughs> <laughs> get a life and play Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That yeah. Be a fucking t-shirt. Skyrim, you can you can live your best life in Skyrim. Yeah. Yeah. I'm currently a furry. No, okay. I'm not. What am I? An Argonian. In the Switch version. It's the first time playing as a Switch. Uh, Argonian. Playing for as a Switch. <laughs> first time playing as a Switch. Cool. What's your name him? I can't uh-huh. remember actually. I know one guy, I went to college one guy who played as an Aragonian and he called a clever girl. <laughs> very good. Cool. That's pretty yeah, good. That's good. That is good. Yeah, good. I always find though, every time I play it, like every time I play Skyrim, I pick it up, I'm like, I, I, okay, this time I'm going to play as something else and I'm going to play differently and, and I always end up doing the fucking same shit every time I, I don't know why I, I do that I, but I think we just fall into patterns of what we really enjoy I suppose maybe yeah because yeah, I know the outcome and I understand what will get me like you know I'll get this really good shit if I do this and stuff and that's kind of unfortunate but like I've, I've been meaning I, I, I've always wanted to just play it and, and be nothing but a mage like open up and go straight to College of Winterhold join the college and just become like uh, a magician, like, but I've never gotten to that point. <laughs> I love that we're like, oh, we can't talk any more about this, but let's oh, talk I more talk about this game. Oh, we can talk about it, all right. We can talk about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so Skyrim is the first game to make it collectively into our top five. Thank you, Eric, for clarifying that. <laughs> this is great. I mean, uh, I, I had. A... I'm so curious <laughs> what your fucking other ones are now that it knocked um, Mass Effect it, 2, yeah. Mass yeah. Effect 2 off the list for you. That's so interesting. That's okay. such, a, such an important game in your catalog. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the brothers uh, take it, just pure despair. Um, it's like as if you didn't think true like when we were doing favorite games in the past. Yeah, yeah. Because you also had XCOM in there like as a favorite. At one point. Yeah, but yeah, but depends on the year that was in it, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that was all depending on the year and stuff. This is actually all together because there could yeah. be some games that three of them came out in the one year, but they're all in the top five. Like <laughs> in some cases, that happened. I think wasn't mm. it? There was, I think, twenty eleven actually was one of those years where it was like this is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, Adam, would you like to nominate the next game? Uh, ye- okay. Uh, Batman Arkham Asylum. Yeah. Yes! Yeah. I can't believe it! It made it on! <laughs> I actually thought that's one that was going to get knocked off. Oh, really? 
Yeah, I did actually at one point. And I, again, that's one where, remember, I, like City was one where I was like, oh, it's nearly there. Mm-hmm. And I was batting between the two of them. Uh-huh. Uh, but, I, but I said, yeah. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> but I, I said that before as well. Remember, I was fighting between, it's like, oh, I don't know, is Asylum City or Night my favorite? I, I don't know. Um, but on PS3 era, yeah, ultimately Asylum, I think, is the better game. So it did make it into my top five. What a game. And we did a whole episode on Arkham Asylum as well. Not that long ago, actually. A few weeks back. Mm-hmm. Um, on how good it was. And how uh, big that moon was. That's a big moon. That's a big moon. But you know what? That moon has been... Um, outshot. It's been outshot. Hasn't it, Eric? By yeah. what game now? Ghost Tsushima Legends. That is a biggest way moon. bigger moon. That's such a big moon. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> That's why he said we were playing it. And he was like, what? Arkham Asylum's moon is getting a run for its money. <laughs> um, yeah, look, we've talked about it before. It, it it changed the game in terms of superhero games. Um, and it brought to life so many Batman characters that, you know, we'd never really seen before in this kind of medium. It was just so well constructed. Uh, so fun to play. So easy to play. I've replayed it. It's the one I've replayed the most of the Arkham games. Um, and I'm a huge fan again like I suppose what Eric was pointing at earlier on like you'd rather just throw a series on there like if I could I would just say the Arkham series is in the top five definitely you know or you know I could say that about another one as well but we'll get there Mm -hmm. Um, but it's like so if I had to pick one of them then it's like okay I'm going to pick Asylum in the PS3 era because it's just like I think City has such an interesting story and has such interesting themes I would and would have made like a fantastic graphic novel even as well like yeah. the whole concentration camp thing going on in Gotham like it's really interesting, but ultimately there's and it has a huge fantastic cast but ultimately like it's not as fun to play. There's too many parts in the game that are like boring or monotonous or like oh fuck I just want to move on I want to get past this part. Get, yeah. Getting around that map can be really bloody annoying as well can, because yeah. you, because let's say you're in Joker's industrial area. And yeah. you have to get the Penguins Museum. Yeah. You have to like do this Swing arc. Around. You have yeah. to go do this arc thing, right? Because you yeah. can't go straight through. So that's yeah. really annoying. Um, I never realized how short that game was until I replayed it on PS4. It's actually quite short. It's because I used to think like, oh, this is ridiculous. How could he do all these side quests and this the 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 object main object as well in just one night? But the objective is actually so short that he could. But I was yeah. trying to do a map in my head, considering it start like when Bruce Wayne gets captured at the start of that game. Yeah. The sun is set. It's nighttime, right? The moon is shining. The ridiculously big moon is shining over Gotham. And he does everything. And by the end of it, when he's walking out of Arkham City, it's still nighttime. And I had to do the map in my head. I was like, okay, the sun must have set at like four o'clock PM or something <laughs> for him to be able to do. 10 hours worth of Protocol 10 and all the side quests for it to still be nighttime. Maybe it's just always nighttime in Gotham. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I, I think, uh, yeah, I think Metropolis is where the sun is at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, someday so we'll get that The sun does not shine on Gotham. No. That's why everyone's losing their minds. Yeah, <laughs> there's, no, there's not enough vitamin D. Yeah. That's the problem in Gotham. That's why everyone's breaking the law. <laughs> I mean, fuck Batman. They should just like do uh, ration packs of Sunny Delight, and that city would be sorted. Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. Sunny D. All right. 
Tai Tea was a great drink. Yeah, it was. So tasty. It was so addictive. Um, I was actually really fucking surprised that Asylum made it into your top five, though. Uh, at Propodius. So I'm really... Ah, yeah. But I'm pleased. I'm I just happy. really love that game, you know? It's great. I the when I think back of my... all the games I want to replay and stuff like that, that is one of them. Like it, it, when I think about PS3, like that's what my top five list is is made of. Really, is just games that had the most impact for me on PS3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like nearly define the console almost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like one of my favorite things about Arkham Asylum, and this is where I think Arkham City Origins and Night loses it is that it feels like it's part of the comics. It feels like it's part of the animated show. Yeah, it yeah. definitely certainly feels get... like the animated show, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it's like, oh, here's the bio of Hugo Strange. He knows he's a villain. Here's the bio of Killer Moth or Firefly, Prometheus, Joker. You know, everyone's in it. He's done it. He's been here for a while. But when you get the city, he's kind of like... There's something about it. He's kind of like almost surprised Hugo Strange. Like he suspected Hugo Strange was a villain. But he's yeah, still yeah. a bit surprised how far he'd go, or he's surprised that Hugh, that like Rachel, like Rachel Ghoul acts like he doesn't really know who Bruce Wayne is, like who Batman is, because he's like, oh, when Doctor Strange came to me with the with your identity, right. yeah, yeah. like they play it as though like, oh, this is almost like the first time they're all encountering each other. It's like, okay, you're losing it a bit. Or uh, Origins then sets up the first time Batman ever meets the villains, and then you have Knight who like that kind of ends everything yeah i think that's so the great thing about asylum is that is it's it, so self-contained yeah it's it's so aware of all the material that came before it and aware of the possible material that could come after it and then yeah. city was like oh shit actually we're, we need to try and make this a series excel almost self-contained series and mm. it really did go that way with origins and night then where it's like yeah you know we're kind of aware that there's other stuff, but this is its own thing now. And yeah, now it's now it's the Arkham verse. Yeah. Than, yeah. 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 And I agree. I think um, that's like while I while I love the Arkham series as a whole, it's one of my favorite yeah. video game series. Um, I I can agree with those criticisms as well. And it's like what they did, they did well, but also could it have benefited more if they hadn't gone that way? Probably, you know, and if they had followed the kind of framework from Asylum, like I like that they get darker and grittier. Does it go along? Because they do. They do definitely get darker and grittier. The first one is definitely the most cartoon-like of, of the games. Yep. But it's also the most fun to play. And it's so well-structured. And like we said before, that Scarecrow sequence on the PS3 is the psycho... Like, what Psychomantis did on PS1, the Scarecrow on PS3 is... You know, it's that generation... Uh, that mm. generation's version of the Psychomantis thing. It's just that that was a groundbreaking moment on the PS3 console. Yeah. It was amazing. Well, uh, sorry, and that, that wasn't just PS3. That was 360 as well. But yeah, we're talking PS3. So um, awesome. So we have two slots filled already. I'm starting to wonder, are we going to, like, how many of these are we going yeah, to disagree we gonna on? Yeah. Well, I think uh, well, we're definitely going to disagree. <laughs> we might leave that series to the last spot. Okay. Because <laughs> I already know that we're going to fight yeah, over yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yes, uh, Arkham Asylum and Skyrim. I've made it onto our top five PS3 games. It's my turn to nominate. I'm going to nominate this one now because I don't think it's going to make it into our top five. I thought it had a chance, but based on something Eric has said, 
I might as well say it now because it's in my top five. Okay. But Eric has given it an honorable mention. Okay. And that is Mass Effect 2. Yeah, get and it I'm off. So yeah, off. Kick it off. Shocked. Yeah, kick, get, get it in there. Uh, for me, it's, it it's fucking definitely. Like, I was like, yeah, it's well, definitely up there. Yeah, it's, well, I'll fuck you. It's Mass Effect. <laughs> it's Mass Effect 2. Like, it's, it's I know it's Mass Effect 2. Incredible. Incredible what they did with those characters, with the stories, that TV serial feel of going on different adventures and then choosing your own path in terms of how certain characters' loyalties would turn out and everything, and um, a much better refined gameplay in comparison to the first one. We have said before as well, when we talked about some of these other games, that Mass Effect 3 does play better than Mass Effect 2 in terms of the combat scenarios. But overall, um, and it has a great big cinematic quality, but it loses something that Mass Effect 2 had with its huge yeah. cast and its Mass many Effect 2 is, is, stories. A, is a better RPG than yeah. Mass Effect 3. That's, I agree. That's kind of what Mass Effect 3 loses. Yeah. is its RPG element. And I'm yeah. going to argue, I'm going to put this out there. If Skyrim is so far the best fantasy role-playing game out there, Mass Effect 2 is the best sci-fi role-playing game out there. Well, I can't think of any others that exist, so sure. Yes, <laughs> There's not as many competitors, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Although maybe Bethesda's new one is going to be... Is going well, to be Deus Ex is one, isn't it? And, uh... Deus Ex is one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so there's not many competitors. And there will be <laughs> Cyberpunk, and there will be that Starlight one, or whatever it's called. Starfield. 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 Yeah, Cyberpunk uh, will probably be a big competitor. But so far, as it stands, Mass Effect 2, is, it's just an incredible game. So, uh, so far, it's not in our top five. It's going to have to just go on the board. Well, it's probably off the board altogether. Although, we'll see. Because when we have a few on the board, it'll depend on who votes what way. Eric did have it as an honorable mention. It could get a vote. I might get my way. I might get in there. We'll see. Um, so, there we go. Eric, would you like to nominate the next game? One second. I'm going through my list again. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. So this one I'm going to mention next as it is game of the year for 200 years. Yeah. Um, let's do it. Uh, I, that was actually the first one I was going to mention before you forced my hand to mention Square. Um, it's it's uh, obviously you did, man. I saw I, you. I, I, <laughs> you used your words. I saw you. <laughs> okay. Uh, so obviously it's The Last of Us. <laughs> I mean. Yep. Anyone would argue with that? Like I said, the two that I thought would be across the board, Skyrim and The Last of Us. Um, yeah, we did a... We actually didn't do a whole episode on it. Not do you know what I actually, at this point, though, I'm getting really, really annoyed. Like, we're not annoyed, but kind of um, sick of The Last of Us now, to some degree, just because, like, it is so fucking perfect, and... It's kind of, it's almost like when, uh, it's almost like Metallica uh, uh, of the games fucking world. It's like, oh, you like Metallica? No shit. No shit, you like Metallica. I know, yeah. It's like, we you know mentioned I mean? this and now, it's like... and it's like, yeah, big fucking surprise. You put, oh, wow, you put the best game ever on your list. <laughs> well done. Yeah. So subjective. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why I think we should have had legendary mentions. I'm so there's like, there. um... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I hear you. I actually, I was thinking the other day, not long ago, of um, 
like you know we've talked about so many games as like if they did a remake would you play it oh absolutely like resident evil 4 we hold in such high esteem and yet if they do a remake it's like yeah yeah i'd play a remake of it yeah i would yeah. and i'd want a remake of it if they do a remake of metal gear solid which is already like just such an incredible game perfectly crafted it's like yes i would play it even though they've already done a remake of it do another do a re-remake of it yeah fucking do it <laughs> um do you know what i mean like keep remaking but these games first, re-remake. Right? um the Last of Us, because I had a thought about that. I was like, that's another game that I absolutely love that's up there as one of my favorites. Would I want a remake? No. I actually would not want a remake of that game. No, there's no need. I but don't. Uh, yeah, I see. It would benefit it's, from... it's with Final Fantasy VII, Resident Evil 4, Metal Gear Solid. They're amazing, but yeah. due to their, their graphics and their gameplay limitations, that's kind of why. We would like a remake because we'd yeah. like to be able to... Play I think Final Fantasy... What's interesting, actually, is that Final Fantasy VII... Like, there's so many that don't want Metal Gear remade. Right. Because in, in many ways, uh, like Metal Gear Solid 1, as though it is dated, it plays to the strengths of the, the console and the technology and stuff like that. It actually does play well for, for its time. Yeah. And uh, what was the other one you mentioned, Eric? The, oh, yeah, Resi 4. I feel like the the reason that deserves a remake is because of how far horror games have come in terms of atmosphere and sound that I feel that game could incredible like, could benefit greatly from yeah. those newer technologies. Final Fantasy VII is like the only game that like when it launched even it it, it was almost demanded like we want like every, on every console like PS2, PS3 and obviously PS4. Yeah. Every generation it's like please remake this game because it deserves to be the technology mm-hmm. back then actually was not good enough for... It, it held back the huge ideas it had. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So yeah. it's like, that one deserves a remake because it's yeah. it's so held back. Um, whereas, again, The Last of Us is a bit like Metal Gear in that way, where it, it played to the strengths of the technology available to them, and it worked so well. But as well, I want to point out that, like, so obviously, yeah, it still looks really good now, and it plays really good now. In yeah. 10, 15 years' time... The last of us might feel very outdated, but even still, I don't think I would be excited by a remake because I think what makes that game, like there's a lot of things that make it, but ultimately it's the performance of Joel and Ellie. And it's like, there's some movies where you're like, yeah, remake would be cool, but there's some where you're like, just don't touch it. Just leave it alone. It's just, you know, they, they, they have it nailed. You're not going to do a depiction of this relationship in a newer or more interesting way that's better than what they captured. I don't think. Yeah. Could be wrong. Maybe I'll eat those words someday in the future. But um, as it stands, The Last of Us, I, it's not a game I would want remade. Leave it alone. It's incredible. Yeah. That's how you're I feel. You're here, here. You're here, here. So there you go. Our, our first, so far, okay, we're pretty good, Last actually. Of Skyrim you know, and Batman. Last of Us, Batman, and Skyrim. Are in our top five. Yes, Batman, Skyrim, Last of Us. Skyrim, Batman, Last of Us. The last of Batman and Skyrim. (laughs) Oh, wait, (laughs) now. So far, we're doing pretty pretty good. It's not bloody yet. It's not gotten too violent yet. Well, making those five initially was hard for me. That was the hardest part, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because there's so many in the honorable mentions. It's just like, they're, they're they're, they're so good. They are. They really are. And we probably missed some as well. Oh, God, yeah. Every single game that came out of it. No, I'm joking. <laughs> there were some bad games, They're too. They're all great. They deserve a round of applause. Um, Eric, would you like to... Oh, no, it's my turn, is it? 
No, it's Adam's turn. It's Adam's turn. Sorry, yeah, you just yeah, you just threw out the last of us there. Good man. Good man. Yeah, I threw it right. out. Got rid of it. So Done. to take spot number four, Adam, what would you like to nominate? And let's see what happens. Actually now I'm kinda confused. <laughs> now I'm confused because I was like, okay, we'll leave, that, I was like, we'll leave that series to the last spot. But now I'm like, hold on now, because I that's my fifth one. Like I've mentioned four of mine now so far. Ooh, happy and Halloween! You, first of November. Now with the two of you, I am fucking really confused. <laughs> and Eric, I gotta say, I'm very confused with you. Okay. Okay. Forward. Metal Gear Solid 4, Guns of the Patriots. Yes. Yes. Mm. <laughs> okay. Okay, first of all, let me put this out there. You forgot yeah. about that. Oh, I did not forget about it at all. I did not forget about it at all. I did forget to mention it as an honorable mention. It would be an honorable mention for me. It wouldn't be in my top five personally. Um, because... I think it's ma- like apart from the graphics and the performances, most of its strengths are based on how good the series prior to it was, and yeah. how good of a send off it was to that series. Yeah. And just my love for the series as a whole. So as a game on its own, personally, it did not make it into my top five. But since the two of you went for it, and it would get an honorable mention for me, it gets a spot. So Metal Gear Solid Four, Guns of the Patriots, makes it to the brothers' take top. There's five. no way that wasn't going to be on my list just because like. I mean, Why is that? that was the reason I chose yeah. a PS3 over an Xbox 360. Yeah. You know, like w- when there was the anticipation of those two consoles coming up. And there was that whole like, oh shit, like will I get an Xbox? Because there were a few games, like I missed out on the original Xbox. But there were there were a few games there like, like Halo and Fable that I was really interested in playing. I really, really wanted to play those games. And uh, when the 360 was being announced, and I've seen the types of games that were coming out for that, and that came out a year before the PS3 as well, so it was it was like an even longer wait. It was, yeah. And there was all these console. like yeah. great looking games on the 360. I was like, ah, oh, will I, will I? And it's like, no, fuck it, fuck it, hold off, hold off, because you know Metal Gear Solid 4 is going to come out on the PS3, and that's I have to play that game. And yes, I think it's uh, one of the best conclusions to any game series. I, I don't know any, any game series. Any series. You think so? Of any of any medium, I think. Oh, yeah, maybe. Man. Yeah. Oh, love Starts with a story conclusion now. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, love a Yeah, okay. Yeah. What is that? You're saying of any medium, that's the best conclusion? Uh, I, one of, yeah, definitely. Okay, warm up. That's fine. That's yeah, fine. yeah, oh, definitely. It's such. A, I was, I was about. Yeah, most, I know. It's amazing. It's a bit. That's why stories, it's on mine as well. <laughs> I th- like most really good stories have terrible endings. It's not that they have terrible endings, but they don't. They just. It's hard. Like when you have such a strong setup, mm. it's really hard to have a payoff that's as strong or stronger to an incredible setup. Mm. You know what I mean? You know, I'm looking at these long series like you think of Star Wars. Now, this, well, you know, originally the Star Wars ending is not as strong as the Star Wars setup, actually. It's it's not. The the whole, the rebellion wins. You're like, yeah, we kind of knew they'd win. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. 
Yeah. It, it yeah. kind of plays out how you expect it to play out in a way. But um, there's just so many twists and turns in Metal Gear Solid 4 that yeah. play on the entire franchise. Yeah, but I was just, just the just, fact that you were saying though that it was right. the best ending. You just right. you originally said the best ending to any medium. All right. That's why I have to call you out on it because there is the Lord of the Rings. But yeah. again, you have to like Lord of the Rings. Yeah, incredible story. Part of it though is the journey, right? And it's like yeah, destroy a ring. How does it end? They destroy the ring. Yeah, the end is not necessarily like yes. groundbreaking. Yeah. No, it's it pretty much ends, ends as you expect, like. Well, yeah, but it, it does it in a way where it's not disappointing. No, I know that. No, no, I'm no, no. no. I'm not saying anything like, like Solid Snake wins. Like, we know that's going to happen. He's no, we didn't. Don't though. We didn't know that, though. <laughs> they won. The fucking game yeah. even started off with, like, the like the opening credits. or Before you even press play, you think it shows him as a, a gravestone, and then he puts a gun in his mouth, and then the bullet goes off. Like, you start the game with the intentions, shit, this is his last journey. Yeah, it's kind of actually, the only other game that's kind of done that is Uncharted 4. Yeah, where it has the, the T-Send kind of thing, yeah. Whereas, like, it was yeah. really, really setting you up for Drake is going to die. And spoiler yeah. alert, that's not where it went. And it's more satisfying than if he did. Yeah, yeah. that's a really I, satisfying I, I, ending. I do. That's a very satisfying ending to a series. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then maybe speaking of which, <laughs> uh, my nomination. So is that like we all have four now? There's four on the list. There's four up there already. Eric, um, you have four. Pretty surprised. Yeah. yeah. So um, I actually one now I, is going to be a, like a little battle surprised. over which one needs to be in it. I tell you, why I'm surprised because yeah. again, I hold up Metal Gear Solid Four very highly as well. We did a whole episode on that one as well because we did the Metal Gear Solid series. We talked about how it blew our minds at the twists and everything. But just as a game in itself, I, I am surprised that it held its spot more than Mass Effect 2 for Eric. I'm really surprised there. That's... I'm not. Okay, okay. Because I, 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 like Eric well, is such a sucker for um, the customization and collecting stuff and the amount true. of replayability on, the, on MGS4 is like ridiculous. That's there, yeah. That's true. That's true. And obviously, and I also would have played Metal Gear Solid Four a lot, and fell in love with it. And again, obviously, was in love with the series before I even ever heard of Mass Effect. Yeah, that's true. But I think so, just MGS Four, like the moment where I'm like, this game is unbelievable, and I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks, is when you step onto the helipad and the best is yet to come plays. Yeah, unbelievable. It's just like this is one of the finest moments in gaming, in video games. Like the only other game that made gave me that kind of like nostalgic, emotional fucking feels is Goosebumps. Playing the Five Fantasy Seven remake and uh, hearing any, any of the tunes in that, basically. Yeah, and that's a whole other. That's, yeah, that's a whole other actually. Thing. Side topic, now the game, we obviously we mentioned God of War 3, but uh, just side note, when we're talking about nostalgia moments, I was quite disappointed with God of War 4. Now, the whole game's amazing. Seriously, so good. Right, right. But when you go, spoiler alert, obviously, for anyone who hasn't played it, when you go back home to yeah. get the blades. Yeah. And it doesn't have the and, theme. And it doesn't have the, yeah, the, the original God of War theme. I was yeah, so would... disappointed. I was not disappointed with that at all uh i actually because i i have no nostalgic love for those blades at all like i played yeah 
you know, I, I played the first, some of the first God of Wars, particularly the start of it, the, the ship with the Hydra at a friend's house. He introduced me to God of War. And then I played all God of War 3 and I was familiar with God of War 2. I was familiar with the character. Um, had no care for those blades. Like, and then when God of War, the new one came out, I had so much fun with the axe that I was like, this is so fucking cool. I didn't even miss the blades. But mm. there was just something about that scene that pumped me up yeah. when he took those That's blades. The same. Yeah, same for me. Like, I, I think I yeah. always hated those blades. I, I, they just did such an incredible job for me of building up that moment that I was like, fuck yeah, I have the blades, even though they meant nothing but to I, me. But I agree with, I have to say, I agree with Eric. Like, at that moment, like, I, I agree with both of you that I yeah, okay, disliked okay. the blades. I really did. I always hated the blades of chaos from the original games because they didn't look like Spartan weapons. No, they looked ridiculous. And that's and I was just like, what the f-? like? This is just so weird. The whole game is so well designed. What's with these? And then you get to that moment, and because you haven't used them, it's like they took them away, and now you get them back. You're like, oh my god, this is incredible that I get to use them again in this new format. It's like but, that moment at Tomb Raider when you finally get the two pistols. Yeah, the two pistols. It's but yeah. It's like yeah, it's it's like they now raise these up to like Excalibur level. They're legendary weapons yeah. to unlock. Yeah. But that moment did fall flat for me that the music wasn't there to back it See, up. Now, okay, so I half agree in that I think that moment <laughs> works perfectly fine. I'm not saying I wouldn't have wanted the music at all. I think that team tune should have came in, but not at that moment. Because of that moment, there's just such a contemplation and so it's so serious. But that music is a bit more like let's get pumped and rip people up. Um, yeah, no, that's not what really. you do though. You could that... you no, because you could have it. You could have like the subtle kind of signature of it in yeah, the new in the new way. You know, because yeah. it's it's uh it's a call like the fact that it's uh it's Athena, isn't it? That's like watching yeah, over yeah. him. It's like she's the whole reason for the original trilogy. That would have made sense to have that music I, no, totally i get you i would have liked that music in it as well at some point mm. uh after that moment but i'm i'm just saying i'm really fine with how that moment is framed and done i think it's i think it really works for me personally mm-hmm. um but yeah no I, I did find by the end of the game i did miss that tune like i did i, I did yes. know because at some it's point iconic that came in. yeah i think so you know and it became Steer like the whole that devil's pot of tea that's really neat. that's yeah. it yeah you know but as willis um will it make a, maybe maybe what they'll do is like right okay we've got the second one coming now not like obviously they didn't plan this but now that they've got the next one coming maybe they're gonna go right the blades was our big build-up moment in that one maybe we've got to build up to the fucking music in this one like and when it finally hits it's gonna be like fuck yeah man it's gonna smash <laughs> maybe it's gonna slap there's another slapper eric yeah. <laughs> slapper. okay this is my turn to nominate. So four of our spots are taken already. We have yeah. um, now it's for the Skyrim, Rumble, The Last of Us, Batman Arkham Asylum, and Metal Gear Solid 4. Guns of the Patriots have made it into the Brothers Takes Top 5 PS3 games. And the final spot <laughs> could be any one of these games. <laughs> but the one that I'm going to nominate and then see how it pans with the rest of the group here is Uncharted 2 Among Thieves, which for me personally is the best of the Uncharted series. 
And it would be impossible to tell you that you're wrong, because <laughs> I believe that's the general consensus, is that that's, that's the game that really took the series and made it famous, really. And not only that, it's the game that really showed everyone, this is how you make games on the PS3. Yeah, it was pretty definitive at its time, and I think it cemented, while I love the first one as well, and I don't think the first one gets enough praise... I would say that I do feel like the, even though it gets a lot of praise and by no stretch of imagination is, is any Uncharted game kind of underpraised. It kind of gets forgotten about sometimes, I think, the first Uncharted. Yeah. And um, it really is an incredible game with an incredible story that really kind of set the building blocks for what this could become and therefore what AAA blockbuster games could do in terms of great characters, great moments and like kind of cinematics that are happening in game that you have to interact with in moment you know um but i do think that what like just the, what they did on uncharted 2 just elevated it to this, such a new height the intro is so good that marco polo quote um which is obviously a real thing but building your mystery around that was yeah. so so good it's like that's just a little unwritten part of history that's like so like a perfect thing to pick up on and build a story around in terms of this big treasure hunting adventure um, taking it to this Asian culture, this part of the world that I'm not as familiar with, you know, like the first game, it's all Spanish gold and that kind of thing. And it's like, well, you know, we're in Europe. I'm familiar with more European history and European culture. I've been to a lot of European countries. It's a little bit more familiar to me. And like the, the Christian history is a bit more familiar with me. So the whole Asia thing, I just felt like I entered a whole new world with Uncharted 2. You know, I went to places that I've never been, that I don't recognize, that were so different. Asian temples, the Himalaya sequence is incredible with Tenzin. So good. And of course, it became the building blocks for The Last of Us then. You know, it, it led mm -hmm. to... It just... The Naughty Dog we know today, as far as I see it, you could say it came from Uncharted because that leads on to Uncharted too. you know what I mean? Like, Or you could say, well, it was Crash Bandicoot because that led on to it, you know. But really, for me, I think it's Uncharted 2. I think that just cemented them as the studio that they are today. Um, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what you are going to say. <laughs> so that's my pick. Uncharted 2, Among Thieves. Um, Eric. Well, I already put that into my honorable mention. Yeah, so, so I know it's not yours, right? Um, so actually, out of curiosity, before we come to Eric, because I don't, mm -hmm. he didn't say either way, when it came to Uncharted, he kind of left them all up there somewhere so that we don't know but um and eric was the first of us to kind of pick up on the uncharted series actually um mm. so he kind of brought it into the house in a way but uh so adam i can't remember which ones you put where which one then because i do know it's an uncharted game that you have in your fifth spot right so which which one was it that it's going to be the first one uncharted drake's fortune uncharted drake's fortune and so why would you be suggesting the first one over the second one um, firstly, because of how shocked I was about, like, how I, I was totally wrong with that game. Like, yeah. I remember seeing it and I just wasn't feeling it at all, uh, until, until I played it. And when you, when you play it, like, it's just, it has, it changed the game industry, really. Mm. Like, so many games afterwards just kind of adopted that method of, uh, storytelling and technology as well. It's one of the first games to utilize the motion, motion, capture, motion capture stuff. Yeah, mm. but I also 
uh, resonated more with the story in the first one than the second one. The second one, to me, had such an obvious sequel quality to it. Right. But I didn't... I did for, for me, it's not a personal journey for Drake. It's just another adventure that he got roped up into. I loved the personal stakes in Drake's Fortune. I liked the dynamic between him and Sully and the fact that you're not sure whether you should trust Sully or not. Yeah. And that these guys are just random, like, kind of mafia dudes nearly. Like, just they're just scumbags looking to make a, a, a bit of money on the black market, right? So everything about it is secretive. <laughs> but then, before you know it, that guy you didn't notice in all the cutscenes turns yeah. around. <laughs> that guy. He's the God bad damn guy. damn you, man. Yeah. <laughs> but the, yeah, what I liked about Uncharted Drake's Fortune, and I can say the same about Drake's Deception, and I can say the same about A Thief's End, yeah. is this stuff could actually be happening. This stuff could go on in our world and because it's all black market behind the scenes shit we don't know that it's happening it's not making the news there's no fucking way you won't hear about the stuff that goes on in among thieves <laughs> there's an yeah, actual I know, yeah. military yeah, yeah. going around the place and it's such a fucking it's like, quite modern warfare too like in a way yes it's that and i that's the one thing i didn't like about modern warfare 2 as well like modern warfare 1 had enough events that was kind of low caliber enough not to really make the everyday news but modern warfare 2 russia invades america like what the fuck <laughs> like it's like you just took it to fucking 11 yeah like, like that's it, not I, modern that's not modern that's never happened <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is a modern warfare this is make-believe warfare what are you talking about <laughs> so yeah i just preferred the 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 overall villains and stuff in yeah, yeah. in the first one um over the second one and, and here's uh, the thing as well like i wouldn't really like disagree or argue either way um and that goes the same for like when we're talking about the arkham series and that kind of thing like if someone here had said city i wouldn't be like no you're crazy it's asylum i would just be like oh yeah i, I personally prefer asylum but i Totally understand City. So similar thing here. I'm like, yeah, man. If, if you said a chair one, if you said a chair three, like the Uncharted series, it, it, it seems like what Erica said earlier. It's like, can we just say a series, please? Because it's yeah, the yeah. whole amazing package <laughs> that really it is. Good. Right? They're all really good. It is. And I think as well, um, again, like it's not that every aspect of Uncharted two I think is better than Uncharted one. For example, I think the monsters and the kind of there's a creepy mystery in Uncharted one that is much stronger than it is in Uncharted two. Um, there's just this blockbuster quality to Uncharted 2 that mm-hmm. I, I personally prefer. Yeah. But I get, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Like Uncharted 1 does have a, a slightly more personal. It's um, it, it's a little bit smaller and a little bit more low key. And it's like, you know, he's really stranded on that island, and there's no one that could help him. And it's it's kind of a creepy haunted island that could be anywhere in the world, and um, that yeah. maybe is really out there somewhere that you won't find. There's kind of a lost quality to it that mm-hmm. I enjoyed as well. And I remember, like, when there was little hints to monsters, I was like, God, I hope there is. I really mm. hope there is. Like, I'm enjoying all this kind of realism, but I'm starting to really hope there is something else going on. And they build it up so well, you like, get down in the catacombs or whatever. And, like, every so often, if you hold or two, you'll see something run by. And the music gets yeah. a bit creepy. And you're just like, fuck me, what's coming up? <laughs> you know, like, they build yeah. it well. Um, but again, it's just, the for me, personally, the cinematic quality uncharted 2 had the presentation that i had took it for me but now let's eric's uncharted 3 <laughs> they would have to try and gamble them all um eric what game are you hoping to nominate 
as the fifth spot. Uncharted Three. Yeah. <laughs> Greg. Yeah, man, I I love that game. That game. Oh, no, so really? Good. Is it though? It's actually Uncharted Three. Because if it is, like, that's brilliant. <laughs> if it is, it's like okay, uh, we just I'd, I'd, we have I'd to have like a good, bad, and ugly I will, kind of showdown. I will. I will. I, will, I could. I could bullshit this forever. Uh, unfortunately, no. I did not like Uncharted Three. I do remember saying while you playing. Like it. At no, all? I I thought it was the weakest, worst one, out of all of them. I I agree. I think it is. Uh, apart from Golden Abyss, I do think it's the weakest. Definitely, apart from Golden Abyss. Yeah, yeah. I do think it's, it's the like, weakest, I, I, but I don't think it's terrible by any stretch of the imagination. No, no, I, when I say terrible, obviously it's terrible to the extent of what Naughty Dog has been doing in the past. Right. Okay. With Uncharted One and Uncharted Two, they were so good. With Uncharted Three, then I don't even. It's they, yeah, like it does get personal, I suppose, and you do see when he first meets Sully, and but the villains I thought were crap. I liked, I actually liked Lazarevich more than I liked Helen Mirren and Wow Talbot. Helen Mirren. Although if they ever put her in the movie, she should play her. Absolutely, absolutely should. I can't. I can't remember what the what her name was, but I didn't like them and even when it came to when you go to saudi or you go to yemen first and you go through that town and then you, you fight people there and the fighting was just so oh look you've walked for a while time to fight and this is like oh really oh look big brute guy that i gotta do like the i yeah i just everything about okay, so Tree. Did... <laughs> wow yeah so you didn't like uncharted <laughs> tree is what you're trying to tell no, us no, I, I personally do tree. like it it does get an honorable mention for me but yeah, um, no, I, I got an mention for me. You said I didn't mention Uncharted earlier. I actually did. I honorably mentioned one and three because I put two as number five for me. Oh, oh. fuck. <laughs> Here's me hoping it was three. Because I would have put. Because if. No, if he said three, I would agree with him. Whoa. Yeah. Let's I would, abs- I would absolutely fucking, agree with that. Let's him. pick up that statement there. Hold on a fucking second. Yeah. Stop this fucking episode right fucking now. Park <laughs> those brakes. Um, let me see. Am I picking this up right? Glenna. Are you saying that apart from Golden Abyss, Uncharted 2, for you, would be the weakest of the Uncharted games? Yes. It is my least are favorite we, out of the we, main series. Are we including Lost Legacy? Oh, uh, I even, so. in, yeah. e- even including Lost Legacy, Uncharted yeah. 2 is my least favorite of the I would actually main mark, console series. Oh my I, god. I, I would mark Uncharted 3 below Lost, Lost Legacy. Lost Legacy is amazing, though. So yeah, no, oh, yeah, yeah, Lost Legacy. <laughs> I where we kept it, considering it was kind of almost like a, like a DLC expansion or something to Uncharted 4. Yeah, yeah, so I was just yeah. wondering where we... Actually, what that's better well, it's to not. me. It's, it is a standalone game, like yeah. yeah. Well, to me, that that's better than than Uncharted Three. I think Uncharted Three just hey, uh... well, two votes goes to Uncharted Two, and definitely <laughs> it takes a spot collectively in the top five. Hey, I I lost out on Mass Effect too, so th- these things happen, Adam. I know the feeling. It's yeah, okay. Yeah, it's yeah. okay, bro. Okay. Look at all the games we named are amazing, but Uncharted. so that means collectively, our top five were Skyrim. Batman Arkham Asylum, The Last of Us, Metal Gear Solid 4, Guns of the Patriots, and Uncharted 2, Among Thieves. 
for a top five PS3 games. Um, I don't. I think if you ask people across the board your favorite like top five PS3 games, I don't think that list would look the same everywhere. I think no, definitely not. Like, absolutely not. There's two of those games that were across the board for us. On like only two of them were well, sorry, three of them were actually across the board for us. But I think only two of them would show up in a lot of lists. Yeah. I think the other yeah. ones actually, I think three of them would. I think Uncharted 2 would probably show up. I think up a Uncharted lot. 2 would show up quite maybe, a lot. Like maybe. I am in the absolute minority here when yeah, it yeah. comes to like opinions about Uncharted 2, but um I, I just didn't connect with it the same way as I did with the other the other ones. Right. That's all. Well. It is it mainly um because you see, for me, Uncharted 3 is kind of what it as a result it curses Uncharted 2. What? <laughs> Uncharted 3, Uncharted 1 is kind of like a personal Drake story, right? Because yeah. we're getting introduced to the character and it's important that we kind of know this character a bit as well. Yeah. Uncharted 2 then is like, we have an understanding of the character, now let's see what he does. Um, and it's sort of an evolution of the character. Yep. But by Uncharted 3 going back to his sort of childhood roots and doing a bit of a skyfall on it. Yep. Then Uncharted 4 having to kind of do all that as well because now it has to finish off the story. Now Uncharted 2 has been kind of it almost pushed aside as this weird game. But, but even before that, game, like I, I actually played, I played two less though. You know, like I, I played it and I was like, like I was really, really enjoying it. I was really, really enjoying it. But um, when three came out, I was just blown away by it. Like there's oh, some yeah, stupid shit that, yeah. in three. There really yeah, is some yeah, stupid yeah. shit in three. But there's something about the setting and the overall character interactions and um like i i like cutter is such a great character and i really fucking hope that the next uh uncharted brings cutter into it yeah yeah and he was supposed to be he was supposed to be in it more only he had to uh graham had to had to leave to do the hobbit oh right okay okay so that's why they just had him okay they were going to kill him leg, off, right? but instead he went, actually, no, let's just break his leg and let him go. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, we might use him again, right? He should have yeah. been in four. Yeah, he, really he should have been. been. But I can imagine the next Uncharted game being Sam and Cutter. That's what I can imagine. You think there will be another one? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Yeah, they're probably... Someone they just won't, won't be Drake, that's all. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think they're going to do these more kind of like Lost Legacy ones. Like, well, what are the other characters doing? But yeah. I really hope, and I think a lot of people are asking for Cutter. Yeah, no, yeah, Cut, no Cutter was great. Uh, like the whole Lawrence of Arabia. Arabia was cool. <laughs> going to going to the desert was awesome. But I felt like you did not spend any time in the desert, even though you do. You spend loads of time in in Yemen and and the Rubicali Desert. You even go to some some castle in some other uh, desert place. But I still just felt like, ah, not really in the desert that much. Uh, everything kind of, I don't know, everything about it just uh, didn't work. The gameplay for me didn't work. I thought they focused way too much on fist fighting, uh, script, the, the fighting in it was too scripted. I, yeah. Yeah, villain, I enjoyed all that, though. The villains were, were like, okay, well, how are they doing this? Um, and they were not really well, they're just, like, using were... an illusion, like, you know. Like, See, I, think I know, the, I actually, like, monsters... Spiders. Were were the monsters were a bit kind of like uh whatever. That's I don't what know. I really I, liked about it. I love that. Because I, I, I was like, <laughs> I really everything you like, I hate. 
I actually hate like nearly everything you like. <laughs> it's not. It's not that I dislike Dude, it. the loading screens. My God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually, when Uncharted Three, I actually like the villains because I yeah. got this Spectre vibe off them, and like I, I do see Nathan Drake as kind of like a James Bond, Indiana Jones style character. Yeah. Um. So I like the villains, and I liked. There's so many amazing gameplay sequences in it like that plane sequence is so good and even the ship and the burning chateau like they they all worked for me they were huge spectacles that were incredible but at some point it got a little bit repetitive it was a bit like okay you can you can I, expect it coming it's, yeah it's yeah. getting a bit crazy now and every time he steps on something he's gonna fall but i i enjoyed the spectacle of it i really like uncharted 3 the only time it loses the only way reason it kind of comes down a little bit for me is i don't think the story there's a lot of story going on in it mm-hmm. i just don't think it's as focused by the end of it, there's things that are just left. It's not even that they're left unexplained. They just had no connection in the end. It's, it's, the spiders is a big one. It's like, what did they have to do with the fucking gin urn at all? What did any of that have to do with anything? And why yeah. are we jumping all over the world? And like at first, it's a following a secret organization, but you're actually following Drake's trail. It's like, who, which, who's the explorer? Oh, it is Lawrence Arabia. Like, who's the explorer that we're kind of... It just seems it's a jumbled mess of stuff. Yeah. That they weren't too sure. They were like, I like this possible thread we could go with, or this thread we could go with. Why don't we go with all of them? Yeah. Then there was like later on they re- they re- everyone loved Tenzin, so it's like, oh, let's have Salim. But Salim is in it for like two minutes, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, like, okay. Too late, I think. Yeah. 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 Uh, they did the get con- some serious like, like Rambo Tree vibes off that sequence though. I thought yeah. that sequence. Then, so then there's the con the, the convoy one, which was like, oh, this is just the the convoy one from two. So it felt very. It felt repetitive, but I will say, I will say that I think they actually do a better convoy sequence in three than they do in two. Mm-hmm. Like I think the horses one is 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 a more enjoyable one because yeah, it is serious Rambo. I mean, three, like can, or even can, Indiana Jones three. They do the cam- convoy thing again in four as well. They do I again. Mean, yeah, and you start. Yeah, going but laps, four four is good, so it's okay. <laughs> okay, you're giving way harsh on this. I don't, I don't agree with that at all. I still think it's great. It's just Uncharted. Uh, everyone I, always look, everyone knows at me. Uncharted Two takes the looks the. I just think that the sand mechanics mm. were far superior than the snow ones. I'll give you that. That's yeah, that's fair. The I mean, lighting but, was better. But, the it was it was the engine made a huge improvement over two. I mean, yeah, yeah it, 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 it's, it's but the had they made Uncharted Two. After Uncharted Three, right? Like you know, then the snow would look better than the sand. You know, if they if I they know, swap but them. Then unfortunately, we still have Epic. Lazarevich as a villain. I think he's fine. That's it. He's fine. He's no, a cartoony he's... villain. Wait, I don't. Wait. Most of their villains. <laughs> I have to be honest. Most of the Uncharted villains are not great. They're just fine. Rafe, Rafe was a really was, good villain. Yeah, I thought. Rafe, Rafe yeah, Rafe was great. So actually, and... so just while we're on Uncharted, um, and we haven't talked about this at all, it would have been something we probably would have done a bonus on, and it's obviously a few weeks back now, but uh, the picture of Tom Holland officially as Nathan Drake, and apparently they've oh, wrapped up know. the filament on that? Yeah, it's done now, yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know How did you see, how did you feel after seeing the picture? Do you feel uh, a bit more at ease with the casting, or do you feel I, any different? I, uh, the first thing that came to my head was that's that's fine. You you can dress him up as Nathan Drake. It it doesn't mean he's Nathan Drake. You know what I mean? Like it's like weird thing with like, Tom Holland anyone and dress them up as somebody. But at least I until yeah. I see their performance or see the direction style, 
that like that could have just been him out in his back garden dressing up for fucking Halloween or something. Like, you know what I mean? It's not really, it's not going to make me any happier that they're choosing such young people for such iconic characters. What age is he? He must be 22, 23. Like, that's the thing with, like, very. Um, let's see. Does it say? Does it say what age he is? 24. What is? Um, 24. 24. Oh. Um, like. Oh, okay. I have no doubt. I know what you're like, going to say. He's a good, he's a good actor. <laughs> he's a good actor. Yeah. I have no doubt that he's going to perform well as Drake. Mm-hmm. He's got that, you know, even just seeing how he goes on in Spider-Man and stuff like that, you can already tell that he has the the wit to to play Drake. And from some of the other films he's in as well, he's got that serious... I mean, the dude can act. He can act. He's a good I, actor. I think he, and anyone says otherwise actor. is kidding themselves. I think he can... He can play a good. He can play a good Drake, but mm-hmm. he. I think for the rest of his life, he's always going to look like a child. I don't think he's ever going to look like, like Drake. Has uh yeah like Bond. Drake looks like Bond. Drake looks like a grown man. <laughs> yeah, you know. And it, it's more than just the facial features or anything like that, but there's the build as well. Yeah. Tom Holland's a very slim dude. Even if he, and he has done, he's built muscle for Spider-Man, he still has a small frame. And Drake doesn't. Drake's a pretty big, bulky dude. He has like mm. the, almost a Daniel Craig physique. Yeah. And um, I, I just don't think that he, like even in that costume doesn't look right he hasn't got that filled frame that drake has um like but he is athletic and stuff i think he's he's probably going to be doing most of his own stunts and and shit like that um but i just can't help but look at him and go he just looks like a boy not a man yeah i i didn't know i thought he was younger than me i didn't know he was 24 i thought he was still like 16 or something i um, always looks that way yeah I agree with a lot of what you're saying. Like, I, I think the guy is a good actor. I think he's going to yeah. perform Drake well. I really do. I think this is probably going to be a very fun movie. Yeah. To watch. But not necessarily a great movie. Um, and the only thing I could think, and I couldn't help myself thinking it when I saw that picture, was like Nickelodeon's Drake Jr. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It felt like yeah. one of those. Do you remember when they had like an Indiana, Indiana Jones, Jones Jr. Yeah. show? And yeah. you're like, sure, you can watch it if you want, but it doesn't, like, it pales in comparison to the Indiana Jones movies. Drake should be the age of Indiana Jones and Indiana Jones 1. Like, that's, he's a, yeah, or like Bond. He's a man. Um, I think there's a longevity plan here in the hopes of making a series that Tom Holland will grow into. But I'm not sure that's the right plan. I don't think that's the right move. Yeah, and Sony that's doesn't, like, weird. Sony's really bad at fucking doing that too, like trying to create a universe or a range of films. Yeah. You know, they failed multiple times with the Spider Man ones. Yeah. Um they are struggling. I don't know, is it them doing Tomb Raider? Is that I'm sure they have some involvement. They must have. Like and the Resident Evil films? Like they're 
They're really, really bad <laughs> at doing this shit. Yeah, yeah you yeah. leave them alone. They're amazing. They yeah. got all the way to six. They're screen gems, man. Seven, no? Or six. Live action is six. six. All right. Yeah, I six. thought there were seven. But, uh, yeah, like, I don't know who would be. Oh, yeah, I don't right know either. Drake. Like, if someone is like, name, well, who should play Drake then? I, know like, say... I, can't, I can't offer who it should be, but I could say that it would never be Tom Holland if it was me deciding. He's too young. That's yeah. my, like, it has nothing to do with his talent. I'm not saying he's not a talented actor. He is too young for the role. I would never cast him as James Bond. I'm uh, looking think, at yeah, that age group. Yeah. That's the that's what I'm looking at. So it's like, okay, who would you cast as James Bond? It's like, oh, do you think Harry Styles would make a good James Bond? So now you look at him in Dunkirk and stuff, right? And you go, the guy's actually a good performer. He's got something. He's got charisma. He's a good-looking dude. And he's got kind of suave and stuff. But he's too fucking young. If you cast him as Bond now, you're looking at a Bond junior. Hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like... I suppose it's like... That's, what, that's how I feel. If you saw him ordering a vodka martini, you kind of go, okay, where's your ID? your ID. <laughs> Like, you just, yeah, yeah you no, don't want to stop the film right. just to kind of go. He goes down and sits down at the the poker table, and they kind of go, "Where is your dad?" <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. So again, not not giving out about the actors themselves, just. But I tell you what bothers me more even than Nathan Drake is the casting of Mark Wahlberg Probably. as Sully, right? And I was trying to think, I did that one. I was able to answer. Someone was like, "Well, who would you cast as Sully?" I was like, "Jeffrey Dean Morgan." Yeah, he'd be good. Who's he? Uh, he played the comedian. Yeah, in Watchmen. Watchmen. Oh man, that would be so fucking good. He has that down. He would like you can age him up easily. He could definitely play that age group. Ah man, that's brilliant. Fucking hell, that's so annoying now. Isn't it? Mark fucking Wahlberg. Oh. Again. Fuck. (laughs) Can you imagine him delivering those lines of Sully with the cigar in his mouth and everything? Yes, I can. <laughs> Somebody fucking remake that movie now. <laughs> yeah, that film has... Yeah, yeah. Back to us. Anyway, we've gone a little bit off topic that we just had to talk a little bit about Uncharted while we were on the topic. But um, in terms of the actual main topic of this episode, our top five PS3 games were Skyrim, The Last of Us, Batman Arkham Asylum, um, Uncharted 2 Among Thieves, and Metal Gear Solid Guns of the Patriots. Do get in touch to let us know what your top five PS3 games are. So if you're on YouTube, please jump into the comments to let us know. If you enjoyed this video, give it a thumbs up, hit subscribe, and maybe click the notification bell so you know when we put out another episode or a bonus segment, which happened a little bit more randomly. And then if you were listening to us on audio platforms, please do get in touch on our social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, again, to let us know what you would pick as the top five PS3 games or to get into a little bit of an online debate with us as to why we're wrong about some of the ones we picked or like back at them up and go, fuck you, the Chatter 2 is overrated or whatever you just want to say. <laughs> um, you will, We also mentioned a lot of honorable mentions. So if you just want to throw up a few more that you, you think you're like, I would, these were honorable mentions for me personally, do that as well. Um, and by no stretch of imagination were we saying that any of those games are bad or anything because they didn't make the top five. Five is a very small number, and the PS3 era of games was incredible. Eric is still hurting from this game. (laughs) So do get in touch, and thank you, everyone, for your support so far. It's been great. It's been awesome. And a lot of people have gotten in touch at different times. Often personally, though, like actually sending me a personal message, like to say something. I want to say as well, actually, a shout out to a friend friend of mine, Gary. He, um, 
Do you know we did a we did a bonus segment on a hybrid theory? Yeah. Yeah. And I boldly stated that I have not met anyone who has listened to that entire album and not enjoyed it. Right? Yeah. I remember saying even like I said that to my mate and he tried it out and then he ended up fucking buying a ticket to come to download with us over it, right? Yeah. So I got a message from Gary the other day and uh, he said, I hey man, I'm loving the podcast, really enjoying it, which is awesome of him. And he said, I was listening to the Hybrid Theory episode and I heard that claim. I said, that's big talk, Chris, big talk. He said, so I listened to the whole thing because I'd never listened to the whole thing before. He said, man, you're fucking right. I can't. <laughs> He's like, it's back. <laughs> It's banger from start to end. I can't fault a tune. So that's your challenge as well, everyone. If you haven't listened to Hybrid Theory, put it on from start to finish. Do not shuffle it and see. Do you enjoy the entire album? <laughs> that concludes this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we look forward to hearing from everyone on their own top five PS3 games. And we'll be back next time to talk about top five PS4 games. Oh, shit. It's going to get fucking real. Thank you, everyone. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.